0: This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka.
1: Welcome to the Max Out Savings Show, and Happy New Year. Our show is all about savings and investing and building up wealth. Uh, and our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. Uh, this year, the start of the new year, uh, the, with a couple changes. We, uh, the, the max out saving show is going to be on Sundays at 7. A.M. We were on at 3 a.m., 3 p.m. And now we're on at 7 a.m. in the morning. So as, as you're getting up early in the morning, you can catch the max out saving show early Sundays at 7 a.m. Which is, which is exciting. The, uh, Couple other things here. The uh, you know we, 2019 was quite a year. I mean, there's just no other way around it. Uh, we thought there'd be a lot of volatility in 2020, uh, 20, and we were completely correct on that outlook. I mean, we we had no idea uh, what was going to happen, but but we started out the year. The markets the markets did pretty well. And uh, then all of a sudden, the coronavirus came up. I, I think actually we we, we really had an, an outstanding year for the most part uh, with, with the show and, and really with with working with our clients. I, I think we we were able to navigate very successfully through this. Uh, we, if you're listening to the show uh, this year at the you heard that back in February we started voicing real concerns about the the coronavirus, you know, I, we, we, we went and dug out the research and, and went to some of the websites, particularly some of the international ones to try to determine that this was a pretty severe problem. The coronavirus was, and, uh, and, and we dug into it and, and we warned you, or we, we, we told you at the time it, it was going to be, it, it was a pretty, it was a very dangerous virus that nobody was saying, everyone said this was no big deal. And we're like, how could it be no big deal when, uh, when 80% of the, of the manufacturing is shut down in China, we warned you about the dangers to the supply chain. We we, we, we talked about that. We the, you know we brought up that 80% of the of the uh, ingredients for for drugs in the United States are coming out of China, and the huge risk that we faced, and and we warned you on the market well ahead of time. Uh, and and then we were able to as we got closer to the bottom. I, I think we were able to sit there and say these were some real values we were seeing. Uh, and, and then, you know, we, so we've navigated through this, we've navigated, you know, we've had the shutdown. Uh, we, it's an extraordinary year. I mean, if you really sit down and look at it, uh, the, the, the last time we saw numbers like economic numbers like this, uh, it, you know, in the, in the, uh, actually the starting in the first quarter and the second quarter and the third quarter was, was during the great depression. I mean, it, it's been absolutely extraordinary. And, uh, massive unemployment. Uh, we, we, we had uh, the uh, huge government support. Uh, we, we looked looking out over the last year. <laughs> we, we had the worst numbers since the economic depression. We had the, some of the highest unemployment rates since, since the depression. Uh, the economy was in shutdown stage. And yet, here we are at the end of the year with the stock market at record highs. I mean, it's extraordinary. And that's accounted for in basically a very simple explanation. If you look at it, we went through and did some numbers on this. The Basically, it was the Federal Reserve flooding the system with money. And the they came in and started purchasing stocks and bonds. They – or bonds, excuse me. They purchased bonds, which is against their – against the the laws, the the law of Congress, contrary to the laws of Congress. But, you know, that was one of the things that in 2020 – we we really lost the rule of law in the United States. The laws don't really apply anymore. They didn't apply to the Federal Reserve. They went and bought the bonds. They don't apply in election results. They don't apply – they don't seem to apply anywhere we have two sets of laws in this country: one for Democrats, one for Republicans. Uh, you can run around in the streets, smashing windows, looting stores, and there's no replications at all on it. But if if you're a political person and, and, and you know you sit there and there's some confusion and being interviewed at the FBI, like General Flynn, you're you're going to be the one that they're going to try to throw in jail. I mean, this is this is what we've done. I mean, we've seen the rule of law crumble in the United States. We've we no longer have free elections in the United States. The election was obviously fraudulent. Uh, anyway, the more I look into this, the worse it gets. I mean, very clearly, this election was fraudulent, and nobody cares. Uh, the, the rules were not followed. Uh, there were some very, very suspicious things with the Dominion software, I've tried to look at this. Any way you analyze this, if you look at if you analyze it statistically, if you look at, at the number of counties that 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 uh, that, that, that it happened in, if you look at the at the small number of counties, if you look at bellwether counties over fifty years, if you look at the military votes, everything about this election screams fraud. But again, so much has utterly changed in twenty twenty. The United States is a fundamentally different place. I mean, here we are today. With the, the most polarized uh, population since the Civil War, uh, and uh, you, you've got two schools of thought out there. Uh, one of them is a free market democratic system, and the other one is, is socialism in a new kind of a new world order uh, led by the Global Economic Forum, uh, World Economic Forum, and and it, it's two different things. It, you know, it's, there was an interesting research done that if 10% of, of of a group hold a value very strongly, they'll eventually influence the other 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 percent other people in the group, and, and and eventually they'll come over to their ideas by the strength of their thing. It's about 10%. You've got about 10% of the country that are socialists, this new world order crowd, and then you've got about 10% the conservatives, the the free market, democratic. Uh, uh, democracy group, which are hardcore there, and, and this is this is why, it, so you got two competing schools of thought fighting in the United States of America, and, you know, on, on, on the left, they want to erase, and, and so what you've got to do is, that, that's the situation, so what you've got to do is, you've got to, if you're the left, you've got to erase, you've got to make the, the other 10% think that they, so they won't hold on to their values. This is why you you come up with this you know, the, the uh, 16, uh, was it 16, 20, 39 project, whatever it is, the New York Times, the country is a racist country founded on racism. This is why you tear down the statues of Christopher Columbus and Abraham Lincoln and George Washington. You want to destroy people's belief in, in the founding fathers. You want to destroy people's belief in democracy. You, you know, it's a racist country. It's it, 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 it's run from the top. It, it, it's what, You want to destroy people's vision of of the world, uh, of their world, and you want to destroy it. And this is, this is why we're seeing this type of stuff happen. Uh, this is why you've got to tear down the statues. This is why you've got to get control of the schools. So so we've got a very conti- – and it, it all broke out in 2020. It, 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 it at, at the same time – so we had uh, a, the most remarkably polarized election probably in U.S. history. I think 100 years from now we'll be discussing how this election was stolen. I mean it's still not – it's still not finalized, but I, I, I think this is clearly an election. And, and I think well, the, you know, the saddest thing about it is this has given a green light to every dictator in the world to rig elections. It's basically destroyed democracy around the world for all practical purposes. Because, because if, you can't, if the United States can't have free and fair elections, what other country has any other hope? and so basically we've given a green light to every dictator in the world. It, it, it there was an interesting story with the BBC about four years ago that came out uh that that basically said that uh that they how do you, how do you they, they looked at at different countries in Africa or South America that you know how can you tell if the elections are fair and there's there's the the, the, the vote it was like they had like 10 things it was the vote counting stops it was it was, uh, the, the ballots aren't correct. It was, it was, it was, if, if the, if the, if the, the big one was if the vote counting stock stops, if you, if you don't maintain control, a chain of comm- of control on, on your ballots, uh, if, if you use, uh, systems that can be, computer systems that be, can be compromised, uh, if, 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 if you have more than one day voting, because the longer you, if you have, if you have like a, a month of voting, then that that gives people a chance to rig the election that gives a chance to manipulate the election. almost everything they said happened in the United states and and, and it, it, our, our really our our election is more like some third world African country than the United States of America. This is why our, our founding fathers on uh, put it the the first week in November on a Tuesday because you have to have all the election on one day because, because that's that's how Everything gets taken care of. It's the least. It's hard to to, to 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 engage in fraud if everything is one day. If you drag it out for a month, that's how you engage in fraud. That's how you manipulate the election, and uh, it, you know. So we, we basically lost democracy in the United States in 2020. Other interesting thing was uh, the Federal Reserve. They they flooded the system with money. We just said look. We had the, the worst economy since the Great Depression. We had the economy shut down. We had the worst unemployment since the Great Depression. And uh, what happened? Uh, stock market went up. It's all, the wealthy got very wealthy in this country. I mean, the, the, the tech the tech billionaires, these people have made more money. That, this is the richest time in history. Money is raining from the sky out there. And so you've got... Uh, one third of the country, probably a third to quarter to a third of the country, they're out of a job. They, they, you know they're struggling. every day is a struggle for them. People are afraid of the coronavirus. and these people are are flying around uh, all over the world in private jets, lecturing the rest of us. They're living in fabulous houses. It, 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 the money is raining from the sky. And, and how did this happen? Well, it's simple, the Federal Reserve. United States. Uh, it went into World War II. We were attacked by the Japanese, a surprise attack. Uh, we were caught off guard. We, we, we'd been preparing for something for about a year or two, but, but this kind of caught us off guard. We had to scramble. Uh, we, we basically armed the country up. We, we enrolled millions of people in the military. We, we fought it. We raised huge amounts of capital. We, we converted our factories to armament production and saved the world from from Nazism in uh, Adolf Hitler. And it costs a lot of money to do that. The Federal Reserve's balance sheet went up ten percent during that time frame. Ten percent is, is what it did. Uh, it was that basic uh, – and in this case, if you look at it, uh, it, it went over over a couple years, so it's about twenty percent. This time, and if you look at the Great Financial Crisis, the year of the Great Financial Crisis, which is, you know, that was in two thousand eight. The, the balance sheet, two thousand nine, the balance sheet went up about it went up about fifteen percent. And then it ultimately went up some more twenty five. This time, when this happened, the, the balance sheet at the Federal Reserve went up forty up to forty percent of G D P. Yeah, let me, let me correct so so the Federal Reserve's balance sheet went from zero to ten percent of G D P in World War II during that time frame. The coronavirus, it went up to 15% because it went down some after World War II. And then ultimately, by 2014, it had gone up to 25% with QE, with Operation Stretch, Operation Twist, excuse me, all these quantitative easing programs. Okay, in one year in the coronavirus, the Federal Reserve's balance sheet has gone up to 40%, over 40%, of GDP in the United States of America, and, and so what the Fed has done is flooded the system with money, and the money has gone all to the rich, and it hasn't really stabilized the economy like it should have. Now, now they're buying bonds, and, and the problem is now the Federal Reserve is trapped. They put huge amounts of money in the system, huge amounts of debt, it, 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 and so you're going to see this. The, one of the big stories for 2020 is the dollar has been falling the entire time, and, and so this is this is something that 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 were that is gonna most likely continue into twenty twenty one. I'm gonna give you some ideas of what we think in twenty one, but I, I want to get you my the, the dollar peak when the coronavirus first hit, the the dollar went to one hundred four. And the reason why was on the world on the dollar index went to one oh four was because, hey, oh my God, there's a pan, a pandemic. I know the Americans are going to get through this. I know they're gonna come up with vaccines. I want my money where it's safe. I trust the United States of America. Okay, that's where every – in the time of crisis, everybody runs to the United States of America. Well what happened? The Federal Reserve came out, and, and, and what they did is to say, look, hey, we're going to sit there, flood the with money. We're going to be buying bonds. We're going to buy junk bonds. We're going to be buying – and people are like, whoa, wait, wait a minute. You can't not buy bonds. Well, we set up a special deal with the Treasury. We're lending them money. The Treasury's buying bonds. And so they went around the congressional mandate. So. So what we saw is, is that they, they went around the mandate. They flooded the system of money. Well, since then, the, the U.S. dollar has gone from 104 down to, to 90, under 90. It's broken down. And that's what people are like, oh, my God, I've got all my money here in the United States. What's going on? The Fed's going to flood the system with money. They're never going to quit pouring money into the system. There's going to be inflation. I'm going to go buy euro. I'm going to buy yen. I'm going to buy Chinese yuan. I'm going to buy British guild. I got to do something. I'm going to buy cryptocurrency. I'm going to buy gold. I'm going to buy silver. Uh, I'm going to buy real estate. You've got to buy something to get away from the Federal Reserve. I mean, this is why with cryptocurrency, the, the, the Bitcoin is over thirty thousand dollars. People are in a panic to get out of fiat money, in particular Federal Reserve notes, which is the U.S. dollar, because they know the Fed is going to continue to flood the system with money. So this is something that we're going to have to kind of watch closely and see where it goes. This is why, if, if you look at, at precious metals, were the big some of the biggest reformers this year. We talked about it all year because people realize, oh my gosh. Uh, We've got to do something. So for 2020, we had the coronavirus, huge trend. We had the the Federal Reserve with the biggest balance sheet of increased percentage GDP in the history of the United States. And the third thing, we've had the compromised elections. Uh, and, and basically, a you know, a, a take over by the by this elite, big government, new world order, global economic form group of people. Those are three massive trends. And the fourth trend that's happened is 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 that that people are leaving the big cities. Finally, this is a trend that's been going on. It's accelerating where people are realizing that oh my God, these cities are going to get worse. The taxes are going to get worse. This is going to get out of control. I got to get out of here. I have to leave New York. I have to leave California. I've got to protect my company. My, I've got to protect my employees. We've got to go somewhere safe. That, now that that is a big trend, and that is going to put huge pressure on the Democrats because it's real clear to everybody that nobody wants to live where they're running things, and and it, which is again another thing is how are they maintaining power. And so that trend is likely going to accelerate until you start getting Republicans coming back into those places where people start feeling – they don't even – I mean, they're worried about the safety of their money. They're worried about their personal safety in these places. I mean, the the crime is spiraling out of control in these places, and and these cities are starting to disintegrate. So that's another – so you've got these massive trends coming forward in here. And they're all being papered over by the Federal Reserve pouring money into the system, making everyone think it, it's great. And it's not. And so I tell you what, we're going to explain some more of this right after this quick break right here on the Max Out Savings Show.
0: The Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070. Ted Gioka will return after these messages.
2: And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512NewMedia.com. This is Ted
3: Gioka, host of the Max Out Saving Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement.
0: south coast hydraulics can monitor service and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working south coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications tool or press systems complete manufacturing lines when you think hydraulics think south coast hydraulics schydraulics.com once again here's your host for the max out savings show ted Gioka.
1: Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're just discussing some of the trends that happened this year. We we had the coronavirus, we had the uh, the Federal Reserve flooding the system with money. We've got a compromised election, and and all of these things have driven interest rates the the stock market to record high levels. The Fed has driven rates to to record lows. We've had the the lowest interest rates. In in four or five thousand years, I've seen one person, group says five thousand, one says four thousand. It's a question of really how good. After four thousand years, we have we have some numbers, but the lowest interest rates in four thousand years, and the, to the ten-year bottomed at 005 percent uh, on August eighth, and the negative one, uh, the the the, uh, the real rate, the real interest rate, which is factoring inflation, was one point oh eight percent. Here's the interesting thing is. Since then, uh, the the ten-year rate has gone up to about one point nine four percent. So almost about forty basis points higher. It's jumped up, but the real rate is still one point zero six percent because inflation is is increased. So real interest rates are still negative, and this is something we've been talking about the show uh, uh, about what, you know what what's happening with with this, and, and so. So in 2020, we saw the lowest interest rates in history europe Europe has low interest rate it it's some i want to say it's some ridiculous number like seventy per seventy five percent somewhere in there of all bonds yield less than than i i think it's over seventy five percent yield less than three percent, and like sixty or something percent of them yield less than two i mean there's virtually no yield in the world right now because of the central banks are, are pouring money into the system and it, this is why you're getting. The Bitcoin going up. This is why you're getting precious metals, gold and silver going up, because people are worried. And, and, and so, so the question is: economy's is going into a shutdown again. Uh, worse economic uh, numbers since the depression. We're starting to come out of it. Uh, and the other, the, the final thing that happened in in, in in 2020 is is the basically the establishment has shifted over to modern monetary theory, which means that you can give. You can give, you can just print money. And the theory, with modern monetary theory, this comes out of uh, the, some of the East Coast schools. Is, look, if you're, uh, if you control your currency, and, and, and if you're a, a world currency, uh, you know, if you're the, the, the basically the world currency, you can print as much money as you want because you can always just because you control the currency, and, and, and so this is an idea that that is absolutely facetious. But it, it based, off, uh, look, one thing if you look through history is inflation comes back when they start printing money. I mean, you can take it, it's like that everywhere. And inflation is out there. It's, it's basically manifesting itself in asset prices, in real estate prices, and stock prices, in it, 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 because people are just, you know, they're trying to get out of cash. They're trying to protect themselves, and they're trying to position themselves for a future of of higher taxes higher inflation, government control everywhere. And, and, and so what we're seeing is, is, is this inflation is creeping up. And, and I think it's going to probably continue. And so this is something we want to watch. But this is why you're seeing the modern monetary theory says, look, you could just give people checks, two thousand or $1,200 che- $1, checks, which is a lot because if it's a family for four, you're getting uh, $4,800. They want to give out $2,000 checks, well, if it's a family of four, that's eight thousand dollars. I mean, where is this money coming from? But what what, they, what the government, what the Democrats and the socialists want to do is they want to give everybody a check, uh, in, 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 in kind of a, uh, a a living wage. They want to pay out uh, a minimum wage type of thing. And, and so this is so going forward, every time there's going to be a recession, they're going to want to print more money and more money and. And they're seeing what's happened with the Federal Reserve in in, in the great financial crisis, the financial crisis in the most recent one is they flood the system with money and start buying back bonds of Amazon, Apple, and Google that don't even need the money uh, to try to support the markets. And then you have airlines and stuff close to bankruptcy because they can't get money. And then you have people that can't put food on the table. So now they're starting to put money in people's pockets. And so – This is probably the next time you're going to see a recession, there's going to be less money going into into, uh, quantitative easing, and it's more likely going to be sent directly to consumers. But again, it's more likely to be inflationary because the consumers spend the money. So where do we go from here? We've had all this stuff going on. It's been a very tough year for many people in this country. Uh, we've lost democracy. We've kind of we're losing the rule of law. No longer applies unless it depends. The rule of law is based on you know what your status is or what your political affiliation is. Uh, you've got the Federal Reserve printing money. Uh, the balance sheet going up forty percent of GDP. The biggest increase, dwarfing what happened in World War Two. Uh, we've got. Three hundred something trillion dollars worth of debt in the world today. Uh, you know, and the, and the answer is it's 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 not likely to, to end very well. If you look at uh, the uh, private sector of uh, the financial assets and percent of GDP, it's six six point three times. In, in the fifties and sixties and eighties, it, it, it averaged three times with double the rate. Uh, and so this is so. So where do we go from here? And the answer is. Eventually, somewhere here, the markets are going to top, and then and there's going to be more. Somehow, they're going to have to start raising revenue for all this massive deficit spending. The Fed has said, "Look, we've kind of done all we can with 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 quantitative easing." I mean, and quite frankly, I don't know how you can do any more when it's forty percent of GDP. So, there's going to be more pressure on fiscal spending next year. If if President Trump gets in, there'll be an. A, 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 and infrastructure, but look. In all fairness, it looks like it's going to be Joe Biden. I, in my mind, the election was clearly fraudulent, but we'll see what happens January sixth. Hearing all types of rumors out there, but uh, but if, if Biden were to get in there, he, he's going to want to do this massive fiscal spending, two two or three trillion dollar Green New Deal. Uh, he, he's going to want to he's going to want massive infrastructure spending for cities. He, he's going to want to bail out all the cities. Uh, out there, it, it, and so the, the problem with that is, is as is you get into this, the problem, the, the beauty of capitalism is you, you have an economy that goes up, it grows, it goes down, you have a recession. During recessions, the people that recklessly spend money, the people that take on too much debt, they lose money, they get wiped out, they declare bankruptcy, and, and people learn to be financially prudent. If they're, it, it, if you eliminate recessions, if you bail people out, if you bail out Wall Street like we've done every single time then then Wall Street and individuals think they can spend as much money as they can and and take on reckless amounts of debt, and then in the end they get bailed out so and, and so people go well wait a minute there there's no it's, there's no financial there's no financial checks and balances anymore and this is what we're running into and so going forward. It's going to be very, very hard for them to, to cut back. They're going to have to try to bail out the cities. Well, if you look at these democratic-run cities, particularly in the north and California, they have a couple things: massive amounts of regulations, massive amounts of their, their bureaucracies in the cities, rulemaking in the cities, the, the, the bureaucrats. That all the, the employees in the cities and states and counties and those places have massive pensions. They got a pension, so they get you know, two or three years, four five years from retirement. They start taking on huge amounts of of, of, of uh, overtime. They work overtime for the last two years like crazy, and then they up retire with 120% of their, their normal salary or more. Nobody gets that. Private companies, nobody gets what they do. So then what happens is, People don't want to be. They have to raise taxes. The, the, the population flees. The companies flees, uh, flee. And then, and then their tax base starts eroding. Well, here comes. The, they have. They're stuck with massive pension liability. They're t- stuck with massive debt because they taken on reckless amounts of debt. And then here we here comes the Democrats to bail them out. Now, if they, if they weren't bailed out, remember, back in the I think it was the 70s, New York City went bankrupt. After New York City went bankrupt, they cleaned up their act. They straightened things out in the city. They reduced their debt, and, and they had forty, probably forty plus years of phenomenally good growth in the city. Now it's over. It, it, they're back to where they were. But if you don't, if you don't have these checks and balances, if you don't have companies during this financial crisis, how many companies laid off people out there? Has anyone heard any layoffs from any city or state in the United States of America? No. And and so they never have to cut back, they never have to pull back. So these cities, the problem is they're going to get bailed out. What should happen is they shouldn't get bailed out. The, The people in the cities will get mad, they'll vote in Republicans who are going to be more fiscally conservative, going to reduce rules and regulations, and then the companies are going to want to stay there. I promise you, behind the scenes, Every company in ca- major company in California and New York City is thinking, Hey, should we move out of here? What can we get away with? How much can we move, get out, move out of here without the city getting tremendously mad at us? That's a problem because it's not going to get any better in those places. So going forward, one of the big trends for 2021 is going to be is going to be these the, the outflow. From the California, the New York, New Jersey, Massachusetts, these big cities, these democratically controlled, is going to continue to accelerate. People know. Look, if they have money, they know what's coming. They're going. To, people are going to come after them, and this is why you're seeing what is it? Goldman Sachs wealth management going to Florida? Uh, Hewlett Packard. Uh, is coming to Houston. Uh, Oracle's going to uh, uh, Austin. Tesla's moved their factory, to, one of their new factory to, uh, to Austin. Elon Musk has moved to Austin. Larry, Larry Ellison has moved to Hawaii. Uh, even the Trump kids, the Trump people, kids, they're all moving moving to Florida. They know there's no, they, these people are, are quintessential New Yorkers. They know there's no future up there. They're going to be persecuted. They're going to be harassed. And so they're going to go to a place where people are open to them. Goldman Sachs, that's a wealth management business. That means the people with money. Okay. They know. And here's the problem. Let's say Goldman Sachs wealth management is managing money in New York City. What if New York City says any any assets managed in New York City, we're going to take a, a 1% wealth tax on? That's why they're moving that stuff out of there. People see what's happening. So this this trend for 2021 is going to continue to accelerate. Uh Another trend that, that I think for 2021 we're going to be looking at is negative real interest rates. We, we talked about interest rates bottomed at four or 5,000. I'll say 4,000-year lows. Uh, yeah, uh, August 8th, uh, so in, in the summertime with the financial panic, real real interest rates were 1.08%. Right now, rates have since moved up four point four percent a little under a half a percent, And and real interest rates are still negative 1.06. So negative interest rates are going to continue. The Fed's going to say they're going to let inflation run hot. One of the big trends going forward for 2020 is real interest rates are going to continue to be negative, which means you're going to have to, for 20, you got to be careful with your bonds. You don't want to buy long-term bonds unless you're getting a coupon that's going to take into account the inflation. I don't, I don't think there's there's way too much concern. Uh, A way too much complacency, shall we say, about uh, rates are going to stay low forever, and the Fed's going to keep down. I I don't see that happening. Somewhere between this year and 2023, you're going to see a spike up in interest rates, and and, and because for now, but for 2021, it's going to be continuation of, of of real interest rates, and we could see which is inflation adjusted negative real interest rates for 2021. That's another trend. By the way, if you've got any questions or comments, you can give us a call at 713-339-1070 here on the Maxwell Savings Show. Now, the other thing is, uh, for another for 2021, what are we going to see with the coronavirus? A couple thoughts. I just was on the phone with a friend of mine. He's traveling out of the country he's had the coronavirus. He goes, well, I'm not going out anywhere because I don't want to catch a coronavirus. And I'm like, look, you already had the coronavirus. I think if you catch the coronavirus once, that's it. I'm not a doctor, but in fairness to me, at least look at the facts. Uh, And I think the people that have caught the coronavirus twice, I don't think it ever really went away. I think that's kind of unusual for that to happen. Uh, You know, we'll see on that. But I, I think we're going to come out of the coronavirus. If, I've seen some numbers that I think it was Goldman Sachs thinks about 25 percent of the people in the United States have had it or about to have the virus. If, if it's over 20 if you, percent, if you can get 50 percent of the people vaccinated by, say, March, April time frame, you're going to have pretty close to herd immunity in, in, with the virus. Uh you know I, the, the the stuff about the mutant virus. Viruses are always mutating. I, I think there's just a lot of scare tactics going on out there. Uh, it's going to be tough to get everybody vaccinated. You, you know, I mean, this this ridiculousness of you're not going to be able to go to a football game unless you're unless you're vaccinated. Well, how is it that the the, the SEC is playing football at the height of the pandemic and people are in their stadiums? And it, it, if the and the other thing is, it's like, wait a minute. So I can't go to, to, to the football game, uh, to the Texans game, unless I get a, a, a vac- the vaccine or I'm test negative, because I guess you're afraid that the people that got the vaccine are going to be somehow, are going to catch the virus for me if I've got the virus. Well, wait a minute, then why am I taking the vaccine in the first place? You know, you start have to start asking yourself some of these questions. And, and I, I think I think it's very dangerous to have, Coronavirus passports or vaccine passports? Because if if you can start putting that vaccine passports for stadium or air travel, what else are they going to need passports for? Are we going to have to have a physical? Are we going to have to have this? What else are they forcing us to do? And and this is so I don't care if you take the vaccine or not, but I think there should be genuine pushback on this idea of. Of, of of having to take a vaccine before you can travel or go to a football game, I, I, I really think the state legislature of Texas should ban that from happening here, uh because th- because that opens the door for all types of stuff in the future. So, but but the coronavirus, what we're thinking is it's going to start going away. It's going to warm up April May time frame. You're going to have probably 25 percent or more of the people, or 30 percent of people in the country have had this. Another 50 percent is vaccine. You should get. Your herd immunity, and this is going to go away. If you look at the two thousand that nineteen eighteen virus pandemic, it eventually just went away. They didn't have vaccines. They didn't have remdesivir. They didn't have uh, hydrochloroquine. They didn't have all the uh, of the special things that we have nowadays for the virus. And it just went away. I, I think so. I think you can see the virus going away, and it might come back a smaller time, but but it's generally going to go away. Uh, I, I don't buy the idea. I mean, it, it's completely absurd to me. For the next five years, we're going to be wearing masks. We're going to have to socially distance for at least three or four years. I mean, this is just stupidity that, that we're having to listen to out there. Uh, the So it, you, I think you're going to see a huge – we've been talking on this show for months now. You're going to see a huge amount of travel. You're going to see a huge amount of people going out. People are sick and tired. I'm already talking to friends of mine planning trips to the Bahamas, to Machu Picchu. I mean, what about that? Well, you do understand that, that Peru has got the highest rate of coronavirus probably in the world. And go, oh, I didn't know that. But that's another story. But but you're seeing a lot of people planning trips. They want to get out. They want to do something. They're suffering from cabin fever. And, and, and you're going to see an enormous amount of travel. Uh, and, and I think the economy is going to accelerate Go accelerate going into into February, particularly February, March, particularly March, April, May. I think you're going to see some very good growth initially. There's a lot of money in the economy. I I personally think we have overstimulated the economy. You know, we put too much money in. We've got the six hundred dollar checks. We've got all types of other uh, money raining from the sky as well. And, And and even even with the coronavirus at full steam right now the economy is held up pretty well. So what's gonna happen when it goes away? You've got to understand we've got pretty decent economic growth right now. Nothing spectacular. We got New York closed down, we got California closed down, we got Massachusetts closed down, parts of Pennsylvania, all these democratic one areas are ghost towns. So so what's gonna happen when that goes away with all the money in the system? Probably a lot of growth. Other thing for two thousand in uh 21, higher inflation. Look, right now we have inflation going up. The price of everything is going up. The price of shipping from China is going up. The price of, of moving uh, products on, on trucks are going up. They can't even get uh, uh, the uh, intermodal cars to move product across the United States. There's shortages of, of containers. There's no capacity on trains. There's no capacity on, on the, on the uh, container ships. Uh, you know, prices. You you have to wait two months to get a refrigerator you like. I mean, it's it, it. There's shortages of everything. Inflation is going to continue to go up. And for 2020, I think people are fundamentally changing. Their habits: are spending more money on their homes. They're going to spend. They're going to work more from home. They're going to work more remotely. People are realizing that they don't need to put up with kind of a rat race going forward, and I think that's fundamentally changing things. The growth places are going to be where people want to be: Florida, Texas. The weather's warm. The taxes are low. Regulations low. What's not to like? Who wants to sit – I, I have friends of mine, it, it, I remember from time I hear about how should, they were commuting an hour and a half each way in New York City every day. Who needs that to pay sky-high taxes put up with ridiculous regulation and, and, and socialism and wealth taxes and everything else? So people are going to go where, they, where they're treated best and 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 it's opened people's eyes up to what's possible. That's the one thing that coronavirus has done. It's opened people's eyes up to what's possible uh, the The other thing is that, uh for for so higher inflation another big theme for twenty twenty one i th- I think you're going to see is the Fed is going to be behind the curve. I think they're already behind the curve. inflation's accelerating. We talked about that real interest rate. The fact that interest rates bottomed in late summer of 2020. And yet, real interest rates are still at record lows is telling you the Fed is behind the curve, and as this economy starts really accelerating, people are going to go, "Wait a minute, we've got five, six percent economic growth GDP growth what is what are interest rates doing at zero Does this make any sense and I think it's going to be there's going to be a lot of pushback on the Federal Reserve. They're behind the curve. That's going to be another big issue I think coming up uh the and so I think in that environment, the precious metals are going to do well. Uh, I think this is why you're seeing cryptocurrencies. the, you know, the cryptocurrencies are going crazy right now. You know? uh, I mean as we talk about, this is why you're going to see housing continue to do well because there's such a demand. interest rates are so cheap uh, and they're really too cheap. And people want to get out of dollars by purchasing a piece of real estate and borrowing long term, you're converting, you're effectively converting dollars or future dollars into real assets now. That's a very valuable thing. I'm gonna repeat that. By buying a piece of property with a with a fixed long term rate. I'm not talking about a floating rate, I'm not talking about a five-year balloon, I'm talking about a fixed rate long term. What you're able to do is you're able to purchase uh a fixed asset now with, with 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 future cheap dollars, and that's that that and that that's what that's what that is a huge deal right now. If you can borrow, I talk to someone; they're getting interest only loan for ten years for two point six percent. You know, what are the odds that inflation is going to be lower than two point six percent? You know, with, with with the amount of money that's pouring into the system, and, and, and so this is what you're seeing. What you're seeing is people are trying to protect their assets in for twenty twenty one. It's going to continue to be. It's not really going to be a barbell approach, but it, it's, you're going to have. To, it's going to be like a a tri bell or a quad bell uh, of different assets. You're going to have to have some in the stock market. You want to have some in commodities. Uh, you want to have some in precious metals, and then you want to have another part in short term bonds, very short term bonds in cash. Because you're not sure exactly which way if this thing falls apart and it, we collapse into a deflationary spiral, you want to have some cash. But if we go into an inflationary spiral, you want to have the precious metals, you want to have the commodities and, and that's the real thing my 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 gut feeling is if we were to plunge into deflationary spiral with, with the with the three three hundred and sixty trillion dollars in the debt, the most obvious thing they're going to do is inflate their way out anyway. Uh, it, 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 yeah, long-time listeners of the Max Out Savings Show know that uh, we, we have that we've always said that the Fed, the lesson the Fed learned during the Great Depression was not when they were too tight in theory. That wasn't it. It was the socialist policies of Roosevelt. If you read The Forgotten Man and some of the other books, but so they're going to try to flood the system. But tell you what, we've coming. I'm way over time. We're, we're coming up on a quick break. We'll be right back right here on the Max Out Savings
0: Show. If you've got savings and investment questions, Ted Gioka has answers. Call the Max Out Savings Show now at 713-339-1070. We'll be right back. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground.
1: Welcome back to the max out savings show. We're t- talking about all these big trends that have been triggered by the coronavirus, And, uh, the, uh, the, the other one thing with China, I think that the, 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 the trade war with China, which we were all on top of last year, warning about that, uh, actually the year before too, I think that that continues to accelerate. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, do, Eddie, do we have any phone calls? None right now. Okay, great. Uh, so anyway, but, but to what we think, I think you're going to see more volatility this year. Uh, I, I think you're going to see a couple of things you want to watch. If the coronavirus gets worse, uh, if Biden's going to – look – Joe Biden is waiting to put the more radical elements of his of his cabinet in place until he's sure he's going to be elected on January sixth. So he's trying to look as conservative as possible. I think once that's over, once he thinks he's for sure he's going to get, then you're going to see the real Joe Biden, the real Kamala Harris come in. It's going to be higher taxes, more regulation. That's going to spook the market. I think this inflation. eventually it's going to catch up. I think you're going to see pressure on interest rates. These negative real interest rates are going to put huge pressure on things. And as the economy could accelerate, that might not be the best for stocks because, yes, earnings will go up, but a couple of things are going to happen. It's going to put huge pressure on interest rates, and that's going to slow things down. And in order to fund all the the, the Green New Deal – order to fund all the the radical agenda, or order, order to bail out all the big cities in the United States, they're going to have to put higher taxes in place, and they're going to go after corporate taxes in the United States. So all of these things are going to come up this year. Uh, I, I think 2020. I think the Federal Reserve papered over everything, and what that did is 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 they poured so much money in the system, it's papered over a lot of problems. Those problems of of the chronic unemployment, the people that are really suffered. The, the businesses, huge numbers of small businesses being put out of business because of this and the, and the lockdown. All of that is going to affect things, and so what we're going to have to do is that all those negatives have been papered over by by Federal Reserve money. They're going to start coming out as that recedes. You're going to see these problems start cropping up. So I think you're going to get a lot more volatility. For 2021, I, I think the commodity sector is going to continue to do well. I, I think that the tech sector is topped or in the process of topping in here uh, over the next month or so at the most. And and, and I think you're going to see a lot of fundamentally changes. And so this is something I think we're going to see. Really, volatility is going to be one of the big trends. A couple things. In this type of world, you're going to have to save more money. There's just no doubt about it. If you're not saving at least 10% plus the company matched your plan, it's the start of the new year. Make the New Year's resolution to save aggressively, invest conservatively. That's key to building up wealth over the long term. Come up with a plan, any type of plan. Even if it's just I'm going to put away 5% now because I can't afford 10%. It's so important to put away that money for the future because this is a very uncertain world. And and one of the interesting things is actually the the savings rate bumped up to to 33% with all those checks came in uh, earlier in the year. And now it's about twelve and a half. So people are still saving money partially because they can't go anywhere, spend it, which is good. But, but look, when those checks come in, put them away, the $600 checks, put them away for the future. The future is very uncertain in the world today. And you've got to protect yourself. If you need some help, go to our website, maxoutsavings.com. It's maxoutsavings.com. Sign up for the, uh, for the free newsletter, if, if nothing else. And, uh, We we talk a lot about these issues. We're going to be writing our New Year's uh, our outlook for the new year coming up. It's it's all you know. This is not some canned newsletter that, that that that's bland. We come up with some concrete ideas on how to save money, how to build up wealth, how to change your life. But you've got to save money first. It's a free newsletter. So just go to our website, maxoutsavings.com, and if you need some, need some help with your retirement, with your savings, give us a call. We'll, we'll sit down with you in our offices at Out Savings Advisors and kind of go over your financial situation and see how you're set for retirement. Uh, this is this world is very rapidly changing, and, and you've got to be on top of it, and you've got to understand what's happening because it, things like this don't last forever with this with, with 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 this type of market. This is the hottest market since 1999 and 1929, and that's not you know both of those didn't end well unless you were prepared. If you're prepared, you did pretty well, and, and I think it's going to be important to do that. So I think you want to be cautious. This is a very expensive market on almost every every metric you look at, and eventually it's going to end. And so, again, you want to have that tri bell that quad bell a different type of, of some short-term bonds, precious metals, commodities, some stock. You want to spread your assets around the world to protect it, that's what the big money's doing. They're spreading around. They're buying Bitcoin. They're, they're moving assets overseas. They're buying gold and silver because they know something's up. So you want to do the same way. You want to be cautious and protect yourself in this market. So go to our website, maxoutsavings.com, and sign up for that free newsletter. Well, we'll see you next week right here on the Max Outtable. show. remember, our show is now on Sundays at 7 a.m. as well. We have a repeat. So if you don't get a chance, you didn't catch a whole show, you can catch it on Sundays at 7 a.m. We'll see you next week right here on the Max Outtable.